It's 4 a.m. and you're sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. If you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. Find out more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. A labor shortage in China is being felt around the world. This makes it harder for China to keep producing cheap stuff as it has been doing for decades. Plus, Southwest Airlines cuts flights this fall. And we'll look at the new addition to employee benefit programs. It's Friday, August 27th. I'm Mark Stewart with The Wall Street Journal. Here's the AM edition of What's News, the top headlines and business stories moving your world today. President Biden said the U.S. would seek retribution for Thursday's attacks in Afghanistan that killed at least 13 American service members and dozens of Afghans. We will not forgive. We will not forget. We will hunt you down and make you pay. The president said he had instructed his military commanders to develop response plans to the attack. He's faced calls from some lawmakers to extend the mission in Afghanistan, but advisors say the president planned to stick with his August 31st withdrawal deadline. A Texas voting bill was passed by state lawmakers last night after walkouts by Democrats paralyzed the law's progress for months. The bill was championed by Republicans as a way to enhance election security and would broadly tighten election procedures across the state. Democrats said it would restrict access to the polls, especially for minorities. The bill still needs one more vote before heading back to the state Senate and then to Republican Governor Greg Abbott for his signature. The Supreme Court has lifted the latest federal ban on evictions during the COVID-19 pandemic, siding with landlords against a Biden administration moratorium. The court's conservative majority said the temporary eviction ban exceeded the CDC's authority to combat communicable diseases, forcing landlords to bear the pandemic's costs. The White House called the decision disappointing, though President Biden had acknowledged the order was legally shaky. Apple said it's changing its App Store rules to allow software developers to tell customers how to pay for services outside of Apple's ecosystem. The shift will make it easier for some apps to steer customers toward other forms of payment instead of the App Store, where Apple charges a commission of up to 30 percent. The changes are part of a 2019 class action settlement brought by a group of app makers who accused the company of breaching antitrust laws in how it managed its App Store. Apple said the changes will help improve the App Store, calling it the safest and most trusted place for users to get apps. And Southwest Airlines said it's cutting some flights this fall as it tries to fix operational problems that have caused flight delays and cancellations to mount this summer. Looking ahead, we're expecting to hear from Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell today during a speech at the Kansas City Fed's annual meeting. We're reporting exclusively China plans to propose new rules that would ban companies with large amounts of sensitive consumer data from going public in the U.S. That's according to people familiar with the matter. For more on what's behind this potential move, we're joined by WSJ Markets reporter Will Horner. He's in London for us this morning. Hi, Will. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. Well, this is a move that is likely to thwart the ambitions 
of tech companies to list abroad. What exactly is Beijing hoping to accomplish? So in recent weeks, China has been stepping up its regulation of domestic industries, uh, industries that it considers to be of national security concern. Tech companies have really been at the forefront of that campaign, and the new rules are just another part of it. The bottom line is it's going to make it harder for China's tech firms to list overseas, and it's going to make it harder for them to get access to foreign investment. China's Securities Regulatory Commission hasn't responded to a request for comment. And well, what are some of the tech giants that could fall under this? So it'll be Chinese tech companies that hold large amounts of consumer data. We understand that companies that hold less sensitive user data, like pharmaceutical companies, are still likely to get the green light to list overseas. Specifically, the rules will target companies using what is known as a variable interest entity. In the past, some of China's biggest and most successful tech companies have used this structure uh, to list offshore. Uh, so that includes Alibaba, Didi, and Tencent. Still much to watch on this. Will Horner, thank you. Thank you, Mark. Just ahead, finding workers isn't just an American concern. We'll discuss after the break. I'm Alex Ewell, host of The Readback from Barron's. It's been an extraordinary year for stock markets, particularly for companies going public. IPOs soared, and they show no sign of slowing down. But the boom didn't come out of the blue, and there was plenty of pain on the road to IPO success. So how do you put a price on innovation? This season on The Readback, we'll find out. We're winding back the clock on a decade of IPOs, from Moderna and Facebook to Uber and Airbnb. The Readback is available wherever you get podcasts. As businesses across the U.S. struggle to find workers, China is also facing labor shortages. With global demand for Chinese goods surging this year, factory owners say they're struggling to fill jobs to help make everything from handbags to cosmetics. And today's shortage may be a glimpse of broader workforce challenges in China in the future. Let's bring my colleague Stella Yifanche into the conversation. She covers China's economy and joins me from Hong Kong. Hi, Stella. Welcome. Hey, Mark. Thanks for having me. So, Stella, as far as the immediate need, why is it so hard to find workers in China? Yeah. So things seems to get much worse this year, in particular for you know a lot of the. Owners running kind of low-end manufacturing, you know, labor-intensive jobs. The first reason that you know is simply because young people in China nowadays、um, they don't want to do factory jobs anymore. They found those jobs to be repetitive,、um, to be a really、uh, a real drudge that offer very little kind of career advancement. So instead, more and more young people want to. They they want to become like a you know do a higher paying service jobs like deliveryman or salesman. And the second reason is that you know the pandemic really kind of made the situation worse in the sense that a lot of workers they are becoming worried about catching the virus, so they're more reluctant to leave their hometowns and look for jobs. And at the same time, you know China in recent year has encouraged more people to stay in the. Rural side by creating more jobs. So what that means is, you know, for Chinese workers, you don't really have to f- travel very far to、uh, look for jobs anymore. How are businesses dealing with this? Is this impacting their 
ability to make money at a time when demand for products made in China is very high. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, the fact that you know they're having trouble looking for workers means they have two options. Either one is they have to increase salaries, or two, they 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 might be forced to you know slow down production just because they don't have enough manpower. You know, on the one hand, you know,、uh, it's an interesting situation because, you know, foreign demand for you know goods made in China has never been higher、uh, in years. So a lot of them are under you know kind of they have strong incentives to ramp up production, but on the other hand, they are already having seeing their profit margin being、uh, becoming thinner because of all the pandemic re- related kind of disruptions. So、uh, qu- quite a few of them, you know, told me because they don't have enough workers, they have to turn down new orders. Those are typically smaller factories who have been operating on really thin margins. And then you have larger companies like you know Foxconn, which is one of the biggest suppliers for Apple. They bumped up their summer bonus for、uh, temporary workers to a record high. And then you also have companies who are looking. You know, at a longer horizon, and in terms of you know how to deal with this issue, and one of their solution is to say, well, maybe we should relocate, perhaps move operations abroad to countries like Vietnam or Cambodia, where you know labor is a lot cheaper than Chinese workers and and、uh, is a lot more abundant. So there's a mixture of response to the to the problems. Stella, beyond what's happening now. China is dealing with longer-term demographic shifts, including a shrinking labor pool. Why is this happening, and and what's the larger concern? Yeah, so China's labor pool has been shrinking、uh, for many years.、Um, I mean, the most obvious reason is that the country has put in place、uh, the so-called one-child policy for、uh, a couple decades, which was only. Formally abolished in 2016, but now you know the Chinese official. They have predicted that the country's working age population will continue to shrink in the in the next few years. And I mean the demographic shift. You know it's a, it's a really big problem for China. But then the other issue China is you know dealing with is really、uh, a mismatch in the labor market. So every year you have like a record number of college graduates, you know,、uh, looking for jobs, and typically they want to get like high-paying white-collar jobs in large cities, and they really want to avoid, you know, these kind of jobs in manufacturing industry, and it just makes it harder for China to keep producing cheap stuff as it has been doing for decades, and that could lead to like more higher inflationary pressures, and then. Consumers, consumers in the West may have to end up paying more for the same kind of product. So, where does China go from here then? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a top concern for Beijing, and you know, the government has been doing several things to、uh, address the issue of a shrinking、uh, work population. Now, China just you know. Relaxed rules and start to encourage couples to have、um, three children. And in recent months, we see that they began to tackle some、uh, social issues that have pre- prevented couples from having more children, such as making you know、um, education and housing more affordable. 
on the job side, you know, on this, they are uh, hoping that more young people will attend vocational schools um, and then go to work in high-end manufacturing sector uh, in, in, you know, as a part of the effort to address labor, uh, the mismatch issue in the labor market. Um, economists say, you know, the demographic shift is it's really hard to uh, reverse in the short term. And so I guess we will have to wait and see, you know, how effective these measures can be. Stella Ifanche. Stella, thank you. Thank you, Mark. And finally, more employers are adding emergency savings accounts to employee benefit programs. The trend has been underway since before the pandemic, but it's picked up steam in recent months. Companies are encouraging employees to fund emergency accounts by, in some cases, offering them cash and other incentives. Here's WSJ retirement reporter Ann Turgeson. I think, you know, in general, employers are most concerned about hourly workers, people who are paid, you know, relatively low wages. But I think, you know, researchers who've done work in this area say that there's ample evidence that people across the income spectrum don't save sufficiently for emergency expenses. You can hear more from Anne about how these accounts work on our sister podcast, Your Money Briefing. And that's what's news for Friday. We'll be back tonight with a new show. Until then, stay updated on the day's top stories on WSJ.com and the Journal app. I'm Mark Stewart for The Wall Street Journal. Have an excellent weekend. And as always, thanks for listening.